had a goal to try and make someone cry. I almost cried myself when I was falling apart at the beginning of last step. Joe, you said we almost got you. I almost cried myself. What was it? What almost got you? It was just after the Sir Will scene. It wasn't the Sir Will scene itself. It was I think I actually I think it was the Baron scene in the um, uh, in the council because all those characters and everything like we laughed and everything about it. And then I just started thinking. It, what really got me was the length of of this journey and uh, not just the drama of the actual journey, but like us as friends and as the pod and everything and like how we started in True Now and like coming back to True Now and the whole just how long of a journey it's been and to be able to come back here and play it uh, and how different the situation is now. And I don't know, it just is overwhelming. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. I was uh, looking through uh, some old blog posts, trying to find some art of, uh, of a character because I couldn't remember their name. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me look at my notes. Uh, yeah. Uh, you had a post called the current crew. Which was <laughs> Feraza, Pembroke, Four Bears, and Baron, and that was September eighteenth, twenty eighteen, <laughs> and that's like several crews on from that initial tug of war. Wow, you killed so many of my characters. Killed so many. <laughs> I remember so looking many. back not that long ago. I can't remember what I was doing. I was putting something together for history of the pod, and I was looking back at initial emails, just like you were, mm-hmm. and uh, I found the day of emails, and it was just so amazing to look back and there was like an email from matthew the next day that was like sorry i had to leave had so much fun like can't wait for the next one when is that not only yeah not only has matthew never left since he's also never had fun since yeah since that first recording never never admitted to having fun never admitted to having fun i mean we were all like we all could not have been more just so excited about the kickoff to the thing. Mm-hmm. And this was before, this was months before a single episode released. Yeah. Yeah. We were so excited and you know, it's just different now. Like we have excitement about certain episodes, but we're always thinking about marketing and like, how, you know, how Strange. things land and like how people are going to accept things. You know what I mean? Whereas back then it was just, we didn't have an audience. <laughs> exactly. We were starting we a campaign and we were a new group. Yeah. We had never played together before mm-hmm. and we had a really good first day. And that's yeah. always exciting. Well, that's why I love, I love episodes like this, you know, obviously being able to stream it uh, as well as uh, releases as a podcast is a nice, uh, a nice touch, but that's why I've liked, uh, you know, these returned to true now as written in the adventure path. I'm sure most people play this and once they leave true now, they never return. Really? There's no reason to return. That oh. is just, wow. that is just feels like to me the most kind of like by the numbers, number crunchy, let's move forward, matriculate, progress the story. That's not what I'm interested in. I get that other people out there. <laughs> to me, true now was such a symbol of how, what the storm tyrant is planning is affecting the whole world. Seeing true now rebuild and now be threatened again and seeing the other, the cities is how said like not taking it seriously to me it just makes the threat of the storm tyrant so much larger and it also allows us to to return back to these early roots i love seeing the two captains ada jones i love seeing yeah. you know these these old characters obviously everybody loves tom but i i get as big a kick out of agrit Stagenstar and sarah morning hawk as i do uh seeing tom i it just that's why i love doing yeah, this that's why you have to have to maintain the stakes you have to have this digestible this these roots that like you can you you can remember yeah. that represent 
like everything that you're fighting for. Right. You have to have those stakes, personal stakes. Yeah. And though, and the, the, uh, that's why I'm surprised. I'm surprised that it's not written in the campaign specifically that you go back to true now because it is so important that because you know, you can have demons taking over the world and sure the world is on the line and you can have rune lords taking over the world and sure the world is on the line. But with giants, there's something about their giant nature Mm -hmm. taking over small folk. So it's important to see a small town like over and over and how they're dealing with the threat that like you couldn't possibly fight toe to toe. Yeah. So what do you possibly do? And, and addressing that later on when you're really seeing the size of this threat, I don't know. I feel like it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, so good I, on you for, I agree. for I just, pushing it there. To me, it was important um, to, to have you come back and, uh, you know, check in, um, check in with the originals. And uh, just as we began 249 episodes ago, we start this session back in the commons where the tug of war began oh. the amphitheater right in the middle of town oh. where Ruby's hope knife ceremony was held. Ruby, who we just discovered, is either a Leo or a Virgo, depending on how you retcon the calendar. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to say Leo. 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 I'm going to say Leo. I'm going to say Leo. She's got the heart of a lion. Are you going to kill her, too, because she's an animal com- uh, companion? She died of consumption earlier Uh-oh. earlier this month. Really? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was off book. I had a whole, I had a whole side Uh-oh. Ruby story. Uh, <laughs> I bet you in all these other Giant Slayer campaigns that people play, Ruby lives. Ruby lives. Yep. She probably doesn't die of consumption. Not mine. That's what brings you back. <laughs> what are we I, fighting for if not for Ruby? <laughs> Do you remember when we, t- we talked about the idea of like thinking about all of the permutations and uh, like other lives of some of the NPCs? Yeah. And we talked it was specifically of Umlo. And you were like, at the time, you were like, I think this is the best timeline for Umlo. <laughs> at the time, it at was. At the time, it really was. <laughs> yeah. He'd been rescued. He got an, a- an ancient artifact and made him a powerful warrior. Even though he was murdered in he cold, became a hero. cold blood, he, he, he died a hero. Right. He died a hero. Maybe not uh, a Nargrim steel hand, but who knows? At the end of the day, all these people that have contributed, if you win the war, he's, his name should be etched on the wall with everybody else. Oh, what a legendary story, too. When you go to like the Great War of the Giants Museum and you see that Humlo died fighting. Uh, what, he died fighting the what's his name, right? Nestor Coin. No, before no, he died. Orathash. <laughs> Orathash. He died fighting Orathash. Was brought back from death. It was then cold bloodedly murdered by a friend. It's such a juicy story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his death will soon be adjudicated. He may. He may. It may be in this very. <laughs> it's funny justice. you should mention that, Matthew, because. Unlike the Hope Knife Ceremony, now the crowds aren't mingling amongst the sands of the commons. They are in the audience. This round amphitheater. My God. In the stands. There's a small dais extending from the middle of the arena, and Halgra sits on a tall chair flanked by Jagrin on one side and Kirstgrath on the other. The door of one end of the as we'll call it, an arena floor opens and Nestor Coin is escorted out in chains to the middle of the arena. Halgra stands up. The crowd silences the second she does so. As you know, I take great pride in my role as chief defender of our fair city. 
In the past year, Trunau has suffered more than any other city in the holds of Berksen. Yet we have rebuilt as we have mourned. I will not mince words with you. An even greater threat is coming. A storm, the likes of which Galarian has never seen. I believe we are prepared, and we will not stand idly by as the world burns. We will fight, as we always have. Evil takes many shapes in our world, and we must be vigilant in the face of anyone and anything that would seek to do us harm. One such creature stands before you. Nestor Coyne. You were arrested here once before and set free to try and use your particular set of skills to help our friends deal with the growing giant threat. But on your journey, you killed again an ally who trusted you with their life. What say you, Coyne? Does anyone here know what my first memory might have been? Any guesses? Crowd's like, rhubarb, rhubarb. <laughs> Applesauce, peanut butter. Was, was it eating rhubarb? No, not eating rhubarb. It was me standing as a little boy holding my father's hand, watching my mother burn at this stake as a witch. Watching his skin blacken, steam pour out of the cracks. Old Alistair standing there. It was him that turned her in. Yeah. Something like that tends to put a damper on faith in things like religion, institutions. I will say this. You accuse me of being a killer. Well, yeah. I am a killer. I'm surrounded by killers. Everyone here, everyone, everyone that I've travelled with is a killer. I killed that man. It's true, in your tavern. He was a cheat. He was cheating at dice. I killed him. Fair enough. But you decided that I was worth more to you alive. Worth more to you as a weapon to go out and save your town from this threat that you faced. And I did it, and I did it very, very well, I might add. And yeah, I killed again. I killed someone who was meant to be a companion to me. But at least, and hear me out, he died for a reason. Let me ask, where is your, where do you get this, where do you get your authority to cast judgment on me? Is it the gods? Is that who sets your scales? Is it? That's why he's a god anyway. I mean, as far as I can tell, a god is just a regular geezer with a bit of magic and a lot of name recognition. 
And where do they get? And you tell me, are they are they casting judgment on me? They can't even decide on their own ideas of justice. Are you telling me that Rovergug is the same idea of right and wrong as Iomedia, whatever the fuck she wants to call herself? I say there is no right and wrong except what a man of will sets for himself. Now, yes, I did kill Umlo, but he was very discourteous to me. Now, some may call that an extreme reaction. I, I sympathise, I do. But he died for a reason. What about all the people who die getting run over by a cart run out of control? Little Ruby, you died of consumption. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. I'm Ruby, right Ruby, here. Ruby, Ruby. Now, I ask you, is that more or less fair? And now, this man who accused me, Mr. Baron, the lawman, you put all your faith in. He was also quite happy to travel with me, share my murderous company when it suited his purposes. And it suited them well. And then at a moment, when my guard is down, and when you, maybe you think that you have the situation in hand, springs a trap. Throws me to the wolves. I know that you're not likely to listen and take to heart the words I say today. But let me... Let me rebut with this. I do not recognise your authority over me. I do not recognise it. Now, you can cast judgement on me. You can kill me if you like. Many have tried. I wish you luck. But you can sentence me to eternal damnation, a thousand, thousand years of torments, and I will not submit. And in fact, I may even be back. Halgra hangs her head for a moment, ever so slightly. If you're not sitting close enough, you wouldn't even see it. And she looks around and she sees her people the people of True Now she's trying to whip into a frenzy that everything's going to be okay start to doubt by hearing Nestor's words so she straightens herself and looks down at you we made a grave error sir in allowing you to seek penance in the wild. Cast a side glance at Jagran. We will not make that mistake again. But it is not up to us to decide. Sheriff Redheart here, or Sheriff Ashpeak, as he is now known, is the sheriff of Trunau. He is not the sheriff of the Mindspins. He is not the sheriff of the holes of Belkson. He can apprehend you, and we trust his judgment. But it is not up to him or even I to pass final judgment on you. It is up to the gods, the gods that you mock 
in front of us right now, the very gods that will protect us when the time comes. She moves forward. Your fate will be decided in a trial by combat. She looks to the crowd. Crowd's like... (laughs) Who among you shall pass the sentence? Who among you will summon the courage to face evil in all forms and let the gods decide what is right and wrong? Jagrin steps up, I will. It was my foolishness that let this murderer run free. At the time, I thought desperate times called for desperate measures, but I have learned... I have learned that wisdom must temper all indecisions such as this. Let my sword be the one that strikes him down, if it be the God's will. Cursed is like, no, Father, I shall do it. Father, you are the strongest man I know, but these are my battles now. Roderick would have been the first one to stand up and offer himself, and you wouldn't have said a word. Let me fight in your stead. Believe in me, and I will defeat him if it is the God's will. Jagrin is like, I cannot lose two sons in the span of a few months. No, let it be me. I may be old, but I can yet fight. And they're just going back and forth, and the crowd is getting a little out of hand. Jagrin, cursed. Stop arguing. Looks up at the council members. Council members, I offer myself Sheriff Baron Ashpeak. I choose to fight this fight because I owe a debt. I owe a debt to Roderick. He looks at the Garths. Grass. The Garths. The Garths. Garths. What's up? Totally, totally, dude. Dude. Wait, go right. Party time. Go get him. Excellent. And I, Wait, that's Party, Ted, right? Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> I owe a debt to Umlo. I owe a debt to Abria, to Ingrahild, to Gormley, Galabras, Lork, Della, Pembroke, Forebears, and Feyraza. When Nestor took a life, he didn't settle the ledger. I am to pay what I owe. There's only one option ahead of me. To fight for the path of the righteous, the path of the law. I ask that I be given strength from him that forged us all. Looks up, holds his leather Torag, holy tome. To be given the direction to do the right thing, no matter the cost. And I will not shrink at this task. I'm a man of faith, and all men of faith have courage. I trust my God, and I never apologize for him. From his forge he hammered away until the world and its laws were cast out. Perfect in every way. I ask now that he remove my fear and direct my attention to what he would have me be. I ask that all that witness this fight to learn from it, to stand up against those who would trample over our lives for their own evil ends no matter what. 
Without our will and devotion to another, what do we have? I say nothing. Fight and stand for something or die on your knees. As you finish speaking, a wind whips up. An incredible wind washes over the entire arena and sand whips up and everyone for a moment can't see. It's just a sandstorm. And as the sand settles, Nestor still stands there in the middle of the arena as everyone looks around to the skies. Was it an act of Torak nodding in favor to you? First, let me give Skid a bottle cap. Hey! Hey! Unbelievable speech. I think I gotta. Nice work, dude. I think uh, as a a Pembroke. It's improvised. It's a little Pembroke one. (laughs) Oh, thank you. A little Pembroke bottle cap. That was amazing. R.I.P. Halgra looks to you, Baron, and nods. Let's go to the map. Jesus. <laughs> well, God damn it. Would you like to hear the earliest email I have from you, Troy? Oh, we're pulling off our Is it a, 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 a Giant Slayer email, or is it just like a, hey, I really enjoyed seeing you at the Sock Hop? No, it's an email. <laughs> you're, on, it's, you're on an email chain. Uh, Joe invited people out to dinner. Oh, I hated And to watch a football dinner. Watch a football game. A football dinner? And uh, <laughs> Skid... Would you uh, like to come to my football dinner? Let's all get together and eat a football. <laughs> exactly. Yes, you remember these emails. I used to do that a lot back in the aughts. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Skid uh, said he could come to dinner, but he wasn't sure he could make uh, the game. And this is the first email I have from Troy Valley. Now that I know Skid's out... Samantha and I will be coming. <laughs> was that a reply? That's the off? first that was email you off. ever got. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. <laughs> now that I know Skid's out, Samantha and I are coming. I uh, should have known. Such a mean I person. I should have known. There you go. What's the date on that? That's 09? 09? Uh, well, no, I didn't know you were in 09. Uh, November 6, 2014. Wow. 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 It was January, wow. a couple months later, January 2015, when I uh, said to uh, Joe and Skid, we should do a podcast. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you and Skid has patched things up. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. It was 2014. It was all in good fun. It was late 2014. Well, then it was right around that time. It was that email from Matthew that inspired me. Um, so hold on a second. Before you <laughs> jump ahead with your story that you didn't tell me about, <laughs> bullshit. Dog, there's no way Dogworth lets this happen without a discussion. Because he's not going to just let Baron. It's insane. So you see the look in his eyes. I know. I get it. And he's starting to climb down into the arena. There but Dogworth won't be say? silenced. What do you say to him? By uh, plot choices. <laughs> We've rested, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. Rested. We're fully rested and have all our hit points. <laughs> <laughs> he says, while well, they're walking over there, Baron, I admire your bravery, but you don't have to do this. This is it's madness. You know that there's no one out there that can fight giants the way you can. If some fool, some crazy unplanned arrow takes a wrong turn, goes right through your eye, it could be dead in a moment. The whole war could be over. For what? For what? What are you doing it for? Dalgrith. I did what was easy and convenient for too long. And if there's one thing I learned, no offense, 
But there were many good men and women before there was Dalgris, Deathbringer, and Metra walking along my side. And there will be more. There are more of us than there are of people like him. Is it worth it, Baron? Is it worth it your life punishing this man? It's worth it to send a message. To whom? To all the small folk. Because just like us good folk, there are more of us than there are of them giants. And it takes just the courage of one man to stand up against it all. I, I agree with you, but I think you're throwing all, you're throwing the chance away. You have to understand, you're the dwarf. You're the one that has the capability to lead all of us. You're the one that can stand up to those giants with your crazy technology, your handbanger there. And you're and so close to discovering the secrets of your past. We were in Ash Peak. I'll you d- give that up to settle a score. Baron, I don't fear your ability to... To kill this criminal, I don't fear it, but I know, I just know the way luck can change on you. It's not always in our hands. Uh, believe me, I believe Torog's guiding your hand as much as anyone, but who knows who's guiding his? What dark forces of evil are pushing back against Torag right now as we speak? It could be in line with the giants, it could be in line with Brander, you could be walking into the very trap that they want you to. Just let me do it in your stead. Let me try at least. If I die fighting him, you can try. And he's like desperate, like pulling for answers to try to get you to stop doing it. I've let too many people die instead of me. I've allowed Torag's hand to walk me to the door. And I've placed the key in that door. But now it's time for all of us to walk through it push it open it's time the only thing I'm worried about he looks down at his pistol this damn spider on my gun Nestor don't give no presents don't remember no one's birthday and he don't love want no one too much neither I think I've been compromised I love this fucking group and this game so <laughs> fucking <laughs> my- <laughs> I just want to rip up my microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Is your microphone okay? That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> All right. They walk out and they start unchaining Nestor and handing him his weapons, Baron. donning him in his armor hastily. Shake my hand, and I shall wish you luck. Baron reaches his hand out. And Metro casts a spell. Oh. Fireball. <laughs> this is silly. I'm going to save you from yourself. I'm save you from yourself. Oh. <laughs> Baron immolates. As Nestor is getting his weapons ready, Baron tries to pull the spider off the edge of his gun. It won't go. It's got a mind of its own. Tries to command it. Sit. Nothing. Nothing. It's just, it, it like... It's like it moves independently. Nestor, what are you doing? Are you just watching this as they're donning your armor? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I've got my eyes on each of my erstwhile companions. And I'm just judging them. <laughs> can I walk? Can I talk to Nestor? Yeah. Look, I have Baron now in the arena. 
with him. You have protection from evil, by the way. Sweet. Uh, so Metro will walk up to Nestor. Whoa. She oh. walks out into the arena? Yeah, just for a minute. <laughs> How goes like Dogwraith will do the same thing. Oh, but he'll, <laughs> he'll walk up to Baron. You cannot take part in this battle. No, no, no. He's just... But you may talk. Just hyping him. I don't know how the next few minutes are going to go. But seeing as this may be my last chance to ask, what happened with my daughter? She died. Before that. I don't know. Baron uh, says you corrupted her. Yeah, he did say that, but... Everything else he said was true. You admitted it to all of us. Yeah, that was true. The rest of it. But that... She did what she wanted to do. She always did. That's what you want to tell me right now? That's what you want to leave me with? Yeah. I liked her. I wouldn't have hurt her. You're an interesting man, Mr. Coyne. Yeah. It's a shame this might be the less he sees me. A shame indeed. And I will say, you know, your friend, now he's, he's very good at what he does, but his mode of rigid thinking might ultimately cost you the war. Why do you say that? Because you are needlessly spending one of your greatest assets right now. Meaning you, of course. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Are you the greatest asset? No, I'm whispering, that's what I said. <laughs> to him. Why now? Why now are we so close to the end? Foolish pride. Yeah, no, exactly. It's all grief. It's all grief for great. He knows what I'm talking about. I didn't say that out loud. I just thought it. I, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. It's all grief for great. Yep. What a classic real yeah. poor thinking. Right there. We must let the Hold on. fight begin. What if I were to say I agree with you? Oh, I'll be surprised. Pleasantly surprised. I think it might be a t- bit, bit too late, though, love. I don't play by the same rules as everyone else does. I urge you to remember. And as I urge you to remember one other thing... That mercy, perhaps, might be an interesting thing to add to your vocabulary. And the Metro just walks away. Dograith is talking to Baron. Well, you know, while this is happening, it's like you're each other's corner. Man. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I was just thinking that he's like he's like straightening his duster, <laughs> make sure you don't have any blockages there in the gun. Dograith is nervous, you know. I've been following you for a while for good reason. Damn it, Skid. Sorry. <laughs> you're a good man, Baron. You. And you're a good dwarf, good follower of Torog. I'm glad that you're standing up for our kind. He's a killer, don't forget that. He murdered a dwarf in cold blood. He deserves whatever comes to him. I know you're a lawman, and I know that you come here with that in mind. But when it comes to combat, when everything's on the line, there's no law. It's all chaos. It gives them an advantage. You gotta strip it away from them. You gotta take away all sense of right and wrong that you know. And then go for the throat. 
as fast as you can. You leave this one alive too long, he'll take it from you. I might no d- doubt about that. I might draw inside the lines, Dalgrith, but I draw some mighty fierce strokes. Don't worry about me. And if I fall, let everyone know what happened here. You know I will. I love you, brother. I love you too, Dalgrith. Good luck, Baron. And he walks away. And then you see people in the crowds like taking bets. Like the more uh, seedy people, just like you see money exchanging. Like I'll take the dwarf. Are you kidding me? I'll take the. I'll take the bowman. And as they walk away, and it's just Nestor and Baron left. Baron looks up at Nestor, says. I'm glad I got to know about your first memory, and I'm sorry about your mama. <laughs> sorry about your mama. Such a great line. <laughs> but I sure wish your daddy whipped you a mite more sense into you than he did. Because you're just a little baby who can't do nothing but throw tantrums and hurt other people. Nestor looks down. She's uh, I'm nothing against you, lawman. I'm nothing that I didn't have against any member of the law enforcement community. (laughs) (laughs) You're very, very good at what you do, and I support your cause. But don't you ever mention my fucking mother again. And he turns around and starts walking away. Take your places in the arena. (laughs) This is so redonk. What the... Whatever happens here, the outcome will be determined by the gods. And whatever their decision is, whatever their judgment is, shall stand. Conveniently outside of my first range increment. (laughs) Very, very conveniently outside of my first range increment. This is a bunch of horseshit. Metra. Yes. Cast invisibility on me. Great. Roll for initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, baby! I'm so just. I'm so fired up. I'm so fired up. I mean, this is the most important initiative we've rolled in 249 episodes. Uh, Yeah, because this kind of situation. Initiative. It's a head to head initiative. (gasps) It makes me sick. It's It's like overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like flip. getting the coin flip. Yeah, uh, twenty six, uh, twenty eight, twenty five. It's like twenty six for Nestor. Oh, oh, oh. We're all actually Brandon. rolling. Twenty five for Metra. Dalgrith. Twenty six. And who's got the higher inish bone? You or Nestor? Nestor. Oh, I'm plus twelve. Uh, I'm plus eleven. Dalgrith just a step ahead. Just a coin. Who would have thought it? Nobody. Nobody. I do before before we start. Like I address the crowd. Yeah. Ah, um, got to have a good address the crowd. Of course. Say, listen. This is. I can only hope that this is all of this is performed under the most rigid scrutiny and uh, assiduous fairness. And after all, what is more fair than pitting a man with a simple bow and arrow against a dwarf with a gun? 
<laughs> By the way, can we just uh, talk about how there's a uh, fucking Coliseum in Trunel? I wasn't aware of that. A lot of Coliseum. What do they do with this? They've, they've, they've had to redo a lot of this. Uh, yeah. They really did it up. This was a pork barrel bill that got through. The they spent most of the uh, yeah. most of the rebuilding money on uh, statues. What sport are they hoping to play? <laughs> You know, don't worry about it. They just want to dress up their hope night ceremonies. <laughs> don't ever think it. Uh, I mean, this is obviously a very dangerous thing, uh, and and I knew that going in. Um, but it's episode two fifty. <laughs> it's episode two fifty. It's so funny because like literally anything can happen. Yeah, and you are kind of doing something that we did for fun in live shows yeah. when before we were really doing live shows and we were just goofing around. But now this is for real. Like, this is really our campaign. This counts. And uh, I question your choices. Yeah. No, I, I question them as well, especially if this <laughs> ends If this ends in multiple PC debt. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. I guess we'll find out. It's round one. Wow. This is for real. Just so you know. <laughs> just, just so you know. But there's a lot going on. What do you want to do, Baron? <laughs> Baron, swift action. You probably see a little bit of lightning. Not as strong as the lightning around uh, old Jelter, but like leave the Book of Torag into his body as he cast a Judgment of Sacred Protection plus two on himself. <sighs> protection against evil? Uh, just plus two. Uh, I don't think the protection of evil is going to stack with anything okay. I have. Uh, so, uh, yeah, make sure before you cast that. Oh, it's a sacred bonus, right? So, yeah. okay, yeah. and uh, it's deflection, protection from evil. Right. I don't think protection from evil is going to do anything. Protection evil gives you a plus two to your deflection AC. bonus to your AC against evil creatures. Against evil creatures. Oh, great. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's why it's not on my. And team. if Nestor summons a celestial dolphin, I can't touch it. Can't yeah, touch that's true. true. I waited for him to drink. Those were evil <laughs> celestial dolphins. It would be. Oh, right. If they came from him. Because I thought that earlier. I was like, yeah, for all the summoned creatures, that's the baron's going to be swarmed by. It was the it was the, the, the AC bonus, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, Baron uh, will take a five foot step forward. Uh, will hesitate a moment. Would we'll throw up. Will look at the spider yeah. on the end of his gun. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to do color commentary, Trey? Or do you have a. What a match we have here tonight in the Commons! Yeah. <laughs> it's the Friday Night Showdown with Baron Ashpeak and Nestor Coin. What do you think, Tom? Well, I think it's going to be one hell of a fight. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought the first person was Tom. No, that's, that's some other guy. Nasty seems to have brought a bow to a gunfight. <laughs> I think there are two, ha- two great combatants. It'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. This is just like, yeah. It's uh, straight out of South Park. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you got, dude? Baron will fire at Nestor. My God. Sounds crazy. Rapid shot. It's crazy. It's the nuttiest thing that's ever happened. And uh, there's a big part of me that hates it. Yeah. Uh, the part that doesn't like being hit against the other PCs of the plot table. You gotta leave the law for. You gotta leave the law behind. Uh, Once you step outside the law, you know when we operate under its protections. Wow. That's Truman Capote once said. Wow. That's, it's well said. Are you a, you're not lawful. You can't no. be lawful. I'm not lawful. You're not lawful. I'm what you're talking about? 29 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Okay. Got a crit here. That is Any 22 points of damage. What are you guys sitting on on HP overall? 
We've I know been. he has a lot more HP than me. I have uh, I have one forty five. One forty five. I have one fifty two. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Not a lot more. If I, I thought if you I, had like one eighty these days. Yeah, I thought I was I way behind until when I came back. I, I rolled terribly for most of my HP. I remember until I came back, Rocks. and then it was like rocks. I remember that. I also went from a D ten class to a D eight class for my last seven levels. So yeah. That'll do her. That's the, yeah. I'm nervous. Second attack. D10. Uh, 28. It's a hit. It's the stupidest class ever. Uh, 21 points of damage. Like I say, super fair. How much? 21. 21. Uh, 23 to hit. It's a hit. Wait, 23 is a hit? Oh, it's touch Touch AC. AC, Jesus. Uh, that is uh, seventeen points of damage. How many more attacks do you have? Oh no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, your Grant's just like you would have been going on. for days. Roll on the dice. Wait, no, no, no. Those three attacks. You have four attacks. I have right? rapid shot. I have four okay. attacks. Here comes Les. He's bringing everything at Nestor. He could oh, miss. Jesus. He could. We uh, could twenty-two. Uh, you have to hit. Jesus. Uh, twenty-four points of damage. Okay. This is under basically any circumstance an execution. Yes. Yeah, like, it is. You're saying, uh, you'll fight to the death. You can have a gun. <laughs> Here, it is. You, you can have whatever. It you just goes you to in, show you. But not a gun. Wh- how ridiculous the gunslinger is. Yeah. Okay. So you see everyone in the crowd, including Dalgrith and Metra, see Baron just. <laughs> just like, are you doing what? How does he even have a chance? And I mean, what'd you take? 80 points of damage there? Yeah, I'm half down. Half down. I'm more than half down. He's more than Get half out. down. It is Dalgrith's turn. Delay. Dalgrith delays, as he should. It is up to the gods now. The sand's still settling from that windstorm after Baron spoke. And now it is Nestor's turn. Oh, God. Uh, okay, so Nestor is going to activate Slayer's Advance. So he move double his move speed. That's uh, right. And Put, some distance. Put some distance. Yeah, he's I mean, this whole Coliseum vibe is enormously ad- advantageous to Baron. Yeah. But he'll never get a full attack off for the rest of the combat. Yeah. Um, so he's going to run off after having been shot several times. He's going to run off uh, to his right. Come back, you uh, coward! They're all screaming. <laughs> Dalgrith's got three beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Metro, you woman? I'm good. Two. One Heineken. <laughs> Wait, no. Two Heinekens. I'll drink hers. Uh, <laughs> and he... <laughs> What's the limit? Is it is two the limit? Are you... Do you do three here, Trudeau? <laughs> Passing down his cash. <laughs> to the other spectators. Keep it, keep it, keep it. Slayer's keep, advance. Keep it. It's you, just too much work. You move double your move speed, and then you have, what, one standard? Yeah, and then I'm going to use precise shot. Uh, or no, not precise shot. Uh, pinpoint targeting. Um... So, as a standard action, I make a single ranged attack. The target does not gain any armor, natural armor, or shield bonuses to its armor class. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, so, but it's just just the one shot. So, what does that end up being? Just my touch? Uh, it's yeah, it's it's touch basically. I think touch plus just take away all your armor bonuses. So it's just your oh, dex, okay. pl- ten and plus your dex, and yeah. your deflection though Plan counts. Plus my dex okay. and your deflection and your sacred. So 10 plus dex. 
Okay. It's 35 anyway. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Does your do you is your AC more than 35 without your armor? Uh, let's see. It's 24. Uh, that's 24 points of regular damage and 2 points of electricity. 24 regular, 2 electricity. And that is my turn. And that is his turn. Dogriff delayed. It is Metro's turn if she wants to do anything. Metro turns to Dogriff. We can't allow this to continue. Do it. Just hang on. Don't move. Metro will cast greater invisibility on herself. Oh, come on. <laughs> on herself. Yep. So lame. We, we both can't. We, we, both of us have to be invisible, invisible at this point. I know, but you could do it on me. Then you could do it on you. <laughs> but now you do it on you and leave, and I just stand there with my beers. I just drink your beers. There's next round. All right. Give yourself the second condition. You drank too much. <laughs> you drank too much too fast. She goes to hand her a Heineken. She vanishes. He's like, oh. She takes it. <laughs> it's just floating in the air. Farron, let me ask you this. You are now uh, 60 feet away. Just before you do anything, just talk me through what you're thinking. <laughs> you lit up, Nestor. Uh-huh. You have incredible faith as an inquisitor, as a man who has found faith in his journey to fight evil. Nestor is a complicated man. But it's out of your hands now. It's in the gods' hands. What are you thinking? Um, Baron, this is honestly what's going on in his head right now, spent a long time traveling with Nestor and, you know, occasionally had a, a laugh or two with him, usually over the course of battle. Probably not a lot of heart-to-hearts or anything like that. Complicated relationship. Complicated. But I think he believes honestly in uh, the capability of redemption and change in all people. And uh, part of that is what he said when he was describing what happened. Mm-hmm. He was recal- <clears throat> recalcitrant and uh, uh, refused to change. Um, he's hoping that somehow this is kind of a last-ditch, smack-you-in-the-face way of him to like repent. I don't think he will, but... That's honestly what's ha- happening. Yeah. Uh, he also thinks back to when he killed uh, Screed when he ran away. Yeah. And he regrets that very deeply. As Shot well. him in the back, I think. Yeah, as he ran away. Uh, he doesn't. The the, the most I've, I've never liked Baron since then. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, there's no better way to make up for a mistake like that than, <laughs> than by murdering a friend. Right. Sure. By m- murdering one of the most powerful PCs in the party. Two and, right. and sabotaging your own efforts in the process. Two wrongs make it right in Baron's mind. I think. Yeah. By the way, Grant will actually take that personally and seriously. I know. <laughs> Don't, because this is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> and you're doing exactly what Baron should. Be oh no, doing. this is like a hundred percent what Baron would do. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, that was. That's the other thing is the me versus Baron thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm committed to the role play. Yeah. Talk to me in terms of mechanics. Could you long shot here and still full attack? Would you? Go, no, yeah. long shot would give me an extra 10 feet. Extra I would 10. be in a much better situation here with Lawbringer, my second gun. Um, but that belongs to the mountain. Now. That does. Uh, I mean, basically casting a spell now. Uh... uh you know, I, I think it's really... You know, Nestor, you've fought with him for a long time. You know he can just light you up next round. Yeah, and he could try to, you know, climb up, and he could do all sorts of things and try to get away. So it's about a uh, distance game right now. It's really the biggest thing. So what are you thinking? Uh, Baron will move... Uh, I feel like this is XFL as opposed to NFL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting all the insides from the head coach. <laughs> 
Baron will move within 40 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will spend... Um, let me just double check this real quick. A grit point to resolve against r- touch AC? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> Correct. Murder next turn. <laughs> uh, so let me double check. So you're going to move up and murder... You're, Nestor. Mi- you're missing a vital point here. Uh, Aaron is also going to swift action call down Bane from Korag <gasps> on his weapon against humans. Oh. The first time he's ever oh. done this. This is the first time you've ever done this? Yeah. Torag, forgive me. I call down Bane against humans. Yeah, it's 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 nasty. Uh super nasty. Um is it still touch AC or it's regular AC? Uh, I'm going to spend a grit point on every shot to have it resolve against touch AC. Didn't oh you my move? God. You only get one shot. Oh, right. Grit. One shot. One shot. I'm going to spend one grit shot. One shot. Kind oh. of important. Yeah, kind of important not to get those kind of things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> very nervous. I'm very nervous. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on in these these cameras. The tyranny of the cameras. <laughs> uh, and the headphones that people are listening to this on later. Uh, here it goes. I'm so nervous. Clearly, because that made no sense what you just said. I know. Uh, that is a uh, hit against Touch AC, uh, 20 uh, or 30. Uh, oh, jeez. One attack. Let's see the damage. <laughs> Never thought I'd feel bad for Nestor. This is really unfair. 26 points of damage. Nestor takes another boom. Hot piece of lead in his thigh. Dogrith. Hold my beer? What are you doing? Your turn. He moved in the initiative order. Oh, that's right. You didn't... Oh, wait, did you... No, didn't I just delayed. It yeah, came back delayed. to me, so I'll continue to delay. Continue to delay. Nestor, another bullet singes your skin. What do you do? Wow. Uh, uh, delaying the inevitable? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to run around the kind of circumference here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to... Picture this. I could picture this. Wounded, like blood dripping into the sand. He's going to run along the wall. He's been shot four times. The arena. Um, and he's going to do the same thing. Uh, and he, he has slightly target. Uh, sort of, said, yeah, of course. Uh, goes without saying. So uh, goes he's going to use saying. pinpoint targeting again. So he's going to shoot against Touch AC again. Uh, Natty 16. Uh, that Ooh. is 21 points of. Of regular damage and six points of electricity. I was just thinking this all would have been very, very different if you had outscored Baron in an If I had won the initiative roll, you could yeah, have really I, I wounded could have, him. I could have run away and like set up shop and done multi shot like all that, but and sneak attack and sneak so wait, attack, everything else. I'm sorry, many shot. You have to have a full attack I have action to have a full for attack action. Yeah, so right. it's like if I'm if I'm on the move, like I can't. It's, it's going to be really hard. Metro. You are invisible. And now Dalgrith is. Greater invisibility. Greater invisibility. Yes! Um, All right, let's go to work. What are we doing? At that moment. <laughs> at that moment. Oh, God. In the arena. Oh, no. There's just this... <laughs> half a dozen creatures appear <gasps> on the arena floor. Oh, you're shaking shit up, LaValle. They look like... Ogres, maybe? At this point, you've fought every giant in the book. Well, not every giant, but a lot of giants. They look like ogres. One of them, although the same size, looms larger than the others. And with her is a huge hog surrounded by a cloud of steam. 
<laughs> the one ogre stepped Wait, forward. a metal hog? No, not a metal hog. Just a hog that's just like surrounded by a cloud of steam. The ogre that looms larger than the others speaks. And the crowd is like, the fuck? What the fuck? She points and she says, No longer can you hide heroes of Ashpeak. The storm tyrant sees all. His eyes are on the wind, and he has chosen me to be your executioner. When I return with your heads on spikes, an army will follow for all of yours, she says to the entire crowd, and the crowd starts freaking out. Oh, my God. They start running for the exits. They're trampling over the guards that were trying to keep order. It is mass hysteria. They have lived through the siege of True Now. They know what shit like this means, and these ogres, this whatever is going on here, is worse than anything they face during the siege. She looks at Baron and at Nestor, shooting each other, killing each other on the sands. So stupid. And she says to everyone, (laughs) foolish. The world belongs to giants now. Hagakal, be praised. In the storm tyrant's name, the future ruler of our world, you shall perish. Let's get Let's get weird. This is fucking crazy, dude. Let me put them on the map because there is a few of them. Oh, God. Man. Oh, God. She appears here. Now, uh, I kind of took her face and put it on another ogre, but that's what she looks like. Isn't that kind of fun? (laughs) Hello. Wow. (laughs) That's her actual face. Hey, buddies. It kind of hey. looks like late stage Marlon Brando. <laughs> See, I thought she looked like the guy who uh, develops the uh, the machine in uh, Princess Bride. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. It does have kind of that look, you know, war- warty and gross. Uh, all right, she appears. It's her turn, right? You just went Metro. Yes. Okay. No, uh, I'll go. Oh. <laughs> He's done delaying, people. Get ready. Okay. Dalgris turn. Uh, can I reach her? You see where she is? This round. I mean, so like, oh, all right. Acrobatics check, jump down. Uh, or there are stairs. There are stairs. They're not on the map, but like you guys walk down into the arena. That's fine. You can either acrobatics. So can I close the distance of her with the squares that are here? Well, look at the other. Oh, you're invisible. So you can run past these other dudes and totally. just go straight for her. Yeah. Uh, sure. Th- that's my question. Well, I right. mean, you tell me if you've got the distance. I, so I will click my heels, haste it up. Okay. And if, as long as you're saying the squares are the squares, then I will run to her and I will jump on her. Yeah. Squares are the squares. Uh, there is. How much extra movement do you have? Uh, I have. I have 40 feet in a move action, 80 feet in two move actions. Okay. I would say you can get to her. Okay. Dogray's going to just completely silent. Like, Metro's like, we can't allow this to continue. He's like, no. And he had a couple ideas of what he was thinking. Uh, And now this, you know, she comes in. This goes down. She does her whole speech. He's like, fuck that. And he runs right (laughs) at her and jumps on her. Uh, Attempts to. Attempts to. So uh, (laughs) against flat-footed AC, which is completely irrelevant. Is she flat-footed? Yeah, because he's invisible. Uh, That's right. He will attempt this climb check. Okay. Climb check zoney. Uh, natural 20. Oh, oh, good start, Goldwyn! Oh, Dude, 
Dude, this is my new fucking cat's eye dive from PAX East. It's rolling rocks. Rolling rocks. So you get there and you get on her. I get there and I jump on her. So she feels me, can't see me, though. Feels me, can't see me. <laughs> oh, I was oh, wow. I'm going to be your worst fucking nightmare. Oh, this is just so bad. He starts hearing it. I was not expecting that. Now, she can, she. oh man, that changes, <laughs> changes a few things. Looks like everyone's going to be all right. Old risk got it under control. Well, there's a lot of people here, uh, and she looks pretty badass, but that was definitely smart going for her. And improved invisibility. It's a yeah, now, yeah. here's the thing. You're been, invisible. Can she see you? No, she... <laughs> no, she right. Feel you? No. I, know it's, I know it's very late. <laughs> Let me take a, I know you prepped I a lot of dialogue today. But uh, can she see I'll you? explain the rules of the game. All right. Well, this is okay. what I'm asking you. Can she cast a touch spell on you? Or is it a 50% mischance? Uh, it's a 50% mischance. Oh, boy. Oh, Troy's got a nasty one lined up, doesn't he? I'm going to attempt to cast Slay Living on you. Okay, now, and so that so wait, touch spells. She feels against, you on your back. I understand, but touch spells against enemies are not an attack roll, right? I, yeah. I would say there's a fifty percent mischance. Yeah, yeah. So uh, do you have to resolve attack. a touch attack oh. and then resolve? Oh, yeah, and then resolve the fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's what I was double checking. No, no, you would resolve the fifty percent mischance on the touch attack. Yeah, yeah. It's right. an attack. It's a regular attack. You're invisible. I, I understand, but first you have to hit me, which right. you might not. Right, right. And then you have to roll concealment. And right. You're getting ahead of yourself. Let's see if I hit you first. If I don't hit you, hey, I just wasted a pretty awesome I don't spell. Know, I don't know the spell, but um, does it generally slay a living creature? It is an <laughs> unbelievable fucking spell. This is the kind of shit you get into high-level play. It is the reverse of the, the coin of uh, Raise Dead. It's like there's a lot of reversible spells. Like, this is one of them. Okay. So I will, there's a saving throw involved, but... But, still, but it's Joe. But, if it, but if it's it, you. No, but I will say this, uh, and this is awesome. I've never, to my knowledge or memory, had Slay Living cast on me in my life. This, a, this wow. would be a first for me. Yeah. Wow, what a treat. It's a very hot... You often don't get campaigns this long. <laughs> Here's the fucking yeah. thing. I think it works like Shocking Grasp in that if I miss, I hold the charge. Let's see if I hit, though. And then we'll deal with the, we'll deal with the specifics. I'm going to roll the D... Well, let's roll, no, let's roll the D20 first and then see if it hits. Then I'll roll the 50% mischance against Touch AC. Here we go. I'll guarantee you this. It's the highest Touch AC you've ever tried to roll against. I don't believe... I, 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 I do believe you. I don't doubt you. Crack time. Damn it! God, stressed out. Natural 20. I'm not even fucking kidding you, Matthew. I want you to, I want you to sit here. We're on camera. If you're listening at home later, Matthew is walking behind my screen to look at my untouched D20 that sits on a GCP natural fucking 20. Don't worry, it's just the spell Slay Living. Wait, so... That's God, a confirmed does the spell? She's a named character, too, if you want to but get But does the, uh, the spell Slay Living deal hit point damage, or does yes. it just kill? Yes. If you no. fail, if you make the save, I think it does hit point. So it's still just going to double it, or whatever the crit is. It's not like an auto-death. But it's so much damage. I understand. Let's see if I confirm. You said you have a very high touch AC. I have the highest touch AC you've probably ever heard of. This is the most fun I've ever had playing this game. <laughs> you said that last That's as well. Um, you we, said that on Tuesday. We've been having a lot of fun lately. Here it's we, been very good lately. Here we... This is fucked! I feel like we just got over this seven-year itch. Come on. It's been very Miss good it. lately, our love life. Okay. 
That is going to be 25 to confirm. Miss. Oh! Yes! Uh, 26. Right. Touch a sizzle wow. right now. All right. Holy shit. Holy Actually, sorry. Holy it's even shit. higher than that. 30? Because this is a giant subtype, right? It's it's third. It's 30. Wow. wow. All right. Now we're going to roll the 50%. Yes! Here's the thing, Joey O. If I make this, it's exploding dice. And if you fail your fortitude save, that's exploding dice on 12d6. I don't like my odds there. Plus one point for caster level. But you know what? She's not going to slay living Baron this turn. That's all that matters. Do you want to see the D1 Honda roll on the tapes? Oh, my God. On the tapes? 51 or higher. Come on, go low. If you miss this completely, I'll be so fucking happy. Come on, dude. 22. Yes! Dude! Fucking Metra showing up! Dahlgrave taking the round off of this super boss. <laughs> oh, by the way, a casting of Slay Living gone. Don't know how many yeah, of those yet. I, no, I think right. she's, I think she's holding the charge. The oh, Pretty right. Pretty sure she's, she's holding it, it. works like uh Yeah, yeah, that's like fine. But does she miss and touch herself? And she's like, ah! Hold on. Let me read the fumble. It was a fumble, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would have been... Oh, just 24d6 worth of damage. You're forgetting that Dalgrave is a fucking hero! Uh, all right, it was a bold choice. Did you just roll a die just to roll a die for like Yeah, and I got a natty 15. Yeah! Yeah! Jolin rocks! Jump, jump! Cursed and Halgra jump over the barricade. Oh my god. Into oh, yeah. the fray. Oh, we god. have friends here. <laughs> we have friends here. <laughs> they jump over to trust. So there goes Cursed. He's like, Father, I'll help. He jumps over. Uh, actually, he can get in there, and so can Halgra. Curse takes a swing at one of these ogre brutes. Oh, God, he's just terrible. Hits, actually. He hits the ogre brute, the first one, for uh, eight points of damage, and Halgra misses the other one. So they get into the fray. The first uh, ogre there takes eight points of damage. Halgra steps up. They both draw their weapons as they... Uh, I'm saying they jumped over. We'll say there's stairs there just to so we don't get any emails. Uh, and they jump in, and they join the attack. Halgra, unfortunately, miss. It is that... Oh, fighting with Halgra! It is that Steam Hog's turn. This fucking Steam Hog. Is it a Steam Hog or is it a War Hog? It's a Sweat Hog. Uh, (laughs) And it's huge. Mr. Cutter. Mr. Cutter. It is is huge. Is there any chance you could not have Baron die to the lamest enemy ever? Well, it's going to try to trample Baron. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Baron, Baron! Baron, I was worried about a gore. You've got some options here. Uh, you can either take the attack of opportunity. Uh, let me just... I can't remember trample here. Uh, what is it? You can you can make a attack of opportunity at a minus four, or, or you can forego the attack of opportunity. I can't really make an attack of opportunity because I have a gun. Oh, you still right. don't have that because you went Inquisitor right. route? Is that what it was? Well, I would have had to get to Snapshot and a bunch of other feet. So you don't have Snapshot yet? Yeah, All right, so you can reflex, reflex save for half damage. Okay. I'm happy to do that. Are you? Uh, Ooh, 31. Nice. Okay, that, that, that'll that do. Uh, so it just runs past you. You take... Oh, you lucky son of... Only five points of damage. Oh, I rolled, wow. What? I ruled absolute shit on that roll. Uh, and it just runs past you. But however, it is threatening all those squares around you. Big ass, huge creature. Uh, and then the ogre brutes just start attacking. Uh, Dalgrith, you're invisible. So they start ganging up on Cursed and Halgra. Uh, oh, God, three guys. you're happy about losing Cursed and Halgra? 
No, I'm just excited you cast it because it's very important because now this boss woman is going to be all tied up. It's so fantastic. Oh. I've been meaning to tell you this for a while now. I'm all tied oh, up. God. All right. You've so. been asking for greater invisibility for how many episodes? It's uh, But it's good on you, Dog Race. You asked for greater invisibility like Baron asked for healing. I understand it, <laughs> but Baron's greater invisibility is great because he hits so easy, but and, he doesn't get sneak Nest- attack damage. Nestor gets that sneak attack damage, though. Yes, but I get on the creature. And so even though I'm invisible, they still constantly try to hit me also, at a 50% mischance. Whereas Nestor invisible, they'll just go after you or somebody else. You know what yes. I mean? It's an interesting sort of tank slash rogue situation with the creator invisibility. Without, without a frontline fighter like Jimmer, it's also like really necessary for you, I think. To deal sneak attack damage. Yeah, you know? and just to be like super useful. In I know. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... That one that was standing right next to Halgra did two attacks and brought Halgra to negative 11 hit points. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She has a con of 14. The other ones, uh, we'll say two ganged up on Cursed, and then the other one started to fan out towards Nestor. Uh, And he double... Oh, actually, they have crazy speed. So he's able to get right up next to to Nestor, but he can't make an attack. So he double moves to Nestor. The other two attack Cursed. Two attacks hit and uh, miss on the second attack, and then the other guy. Uh, oh, this is all on curse. Hit, all on curse. Hit and then a miss. All right, so two hits. That's still going to. But bring he's him. not going to survive. That's yeah, still going to bring him under. I mean, I'm using his hit points from the book, and that with two hits, that's going to be sixty-six plus twenty-eight points but in, of damage. In four months, he never leveled up. He's been working patrol, dude. <laughs> he's a patrol captain now. He's a patrol cap. Or is Brazil Sergeant? Sergeant? Shenanigans. Shenan. Shenanigans. He is at negative seven hit points, unconscious and dying. But you know what it is, Joe? It's like in World of Warcraft. If you never leave the opening area and you just try to level up against rabbits the whole time, that's what he's dealing with. Yeah. Jagran sees Cursed and Halgra fall, and he rushes towards the, the one of the uh, brutes that just attacked his son and maybe killed him. He doesn't know. He doesn't have time to like do a heel check. He just comes running in and takes a swing and misses and misses the ogre. Halgra, unconscious and dying. Three rounds from permadeath. Chief defender, Halgra of the Blackened Blades. The only thing holding this one-horse town together is three rounds from dying. Curse not far behind her and Jagran. He's a boss, but even Cursed was like, let me do it. Well, where's Chagrin? You're too old. He just came in and missed. Oh, oh that was him. Yeah. Okay. We're going to the top of next round. It's Baron's turn. Baron, Oof. things have changed. Yeah. Whatever Now's your the chance. gods decide will be the answer. Take out coin. Now's your chance. <laughs> Let justice Bang. be done. Let just, I told you, fight dirty, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really... Um, it's amazing if I can take a moment before I take my action. Please. Uh, the amount of times Baron has always stopped, like, interceding in Della using demon's blood and, and having Nestor on the side and all these different compromises as an Inquisitor because he's wanting to fight this greater battle against this evil. And the one time he doesn't fight the greater battle against the evil and kind of takes it in his own hand, the battle against the greater evil comes, comes to, to him. him. It's crazy. Yeah. It's um, crazy. So Baron will do a. Irony! <laughs> Baron, Baron will do a knowledge check on this creature he's fighting to determine what it is. Basically. Okay, the thing that came right up to you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. What do you want me to roll? Uh, roll knowledge uh, arcana. Don't have that. 
so he won't. Professional fisherman? You know, I'll allow it. 17. It's definitely not a fish. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Shit. Uh, One so. chance. Uh, Wait, would you roll? could have called down Bane Fish. If you roll <laughs> really low, I'd be like, it's a huge cop. 17. We could have just waited until it's. <laughs> You've never seen a cop so large. Baron uh, is going to take a five foot step diagonally away from the creature. Okay. Uh, he will. Look a crazy reach, dude. Uh, crazy fucking reach. Doesn't matter, dude. Just go do it, dude. Uh, What's he going to do? Combat reflexes? He'll back away one more time. Okay. That's going to provoke. I want to roll uh, acrobatics. I will. Okay. Wait. That's two actions. Uh, I'm changing my five-foot step into a full... Full uh, move action. Yeah, but you can still move only ten feet if you do the acrobatics. That's fine. That should be enough out of it. He's trying to get out of there, avoid one attack, and maybe get a shot off. I'm saying from the place you started, you can only move ten feet. Oh, because I... If you do the acrobatics... You can't do it, dude. You just got to fire. I see. This is war, Peacock. You're you're taking a chance against its combat reflexes. Just rewatch that. But you could get a full attack off if you... It's on primary. Unless it has combat reflexes. No, well, here's the thing. Just... I'll tell you what okay, my reflex save is. I'd like to play my own character if I uh, could. Please. Whoa. Everyone's got their Whoa. opinion. If everyone could. Uh, 21. Episodes. 21 acrobatics against the CMD. Still tension. Yeah, probably didn't. All right, so it gores you. Yep. You know what? It might miss. You can do this, dude. I rolled shitty. 19. Miss. Okay. Yes. So a 19. Ah! It, it'll never hit you. Uh, Goes to strike out. Baron casts Channel of Vigor on himself and sets it to haste immediately. <laughs> Shabuya! Shabukasha! And that's your turn, right? I don't know what that means. That means you have haste from now on. Uh, I could change it to do other things. Uh, it's one of those uh, divine spells that allows you to like choose it to affect each your round. torso. Or, yeah, each round. Okay, so is that your turn? Uh, that is that was a move in a standard, and he's going to use a swift action to change the bane on his gun from human to giant. Ooh, Ooh. that's only a Nest- swift. Do you yell at Nestor? What I about human to boar? Uh, I didn't know what it was. I think it's a fish. Oh, because you failed. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. That's I was. No, trying. you know it's not a fish. Well, I know it's not a fish. So I ch- change it to bay. Not <laughs> why did I make it bay? Not the other yeah. things that I was. Sh- wow, that's so that's real, not smart. Real dumb move. Uh, but yeah, it's so simple. Uh, it's so yeah, simple. that's his turn. It's Nestor Coin's turn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, so Nestor is like... Like, he thought he was fucked before, but he's fucked again because of this just that this thing... Continues so bearing down on Nestor. Like, he's, I mean, he's already. You already saw them like take out Hal. I mean, obviously they're not as powerful as you, but in one action they killed. No. Well, the situation I'm in, like, I, this is very, very, very bad. Uh, so he's, Nestor is going. He's going to incur if he has to. He's going to run away, like at 30 feet away from this thing. So you're going to try and avoid with acrobatics, or you want to get that full speed? I have to get far enough. Away okay. Uh, all right. He will take a swing with his great axe. 23. That's a miss. Dude. Clutch as shit! Okay. Clutch. Okay. Uh, so, Nestor, he's going to do the same thing. He's going to do uh, pinpoint targeting 
Uh, basically, against his touch AC. Natural one. Oh, Natural no. One. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, you won't no. confirm. One. You won't confirm. Yeah, you against his touch AC, you won't confirm. Impossible. Uh, it's a natty six, but I'm sure that'll... Yeah, you're 31. Fine. So no fumble, just a missed shot. Just a missed zoney. Just a missed zoney. Metro, you're invisible. You made Dalgrith invisible. Things have changed in the last six seconds. Yes, they have. Uh, it's a real shit show. But you know what? I think... Uh, People are running in the crowd. Ah, ah, coronavirus! They're freaking out. Bumming into you. You're invisible. They don't know what's going on. Why did we come to this huge gathering? <laughs> yeah, so the giant, yeah. They're, they're coughing on you. Pathogens! Pathogens! <laughs> they're all screaming at each other. Matthew's uh, like, freak it out. You've been mentioning it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but I'm going to consider my fear and... Uh, Acknowledge it and then move on. Okay. Uh, Moments. Good, good. I think I'm fine. I just I've had a cough like for the last three or four days and a little bit of a fever, but I think I'm fine. We already you we already touched you already touched my hand, I, so I'm a little I'm already like not I, using this hand. I'm pretty sure the guidelines are not to touch your own face, but why don't you go ahead and touch Matthew's? Yes, face there, there we go. There we go. <laughs> um, the giant that uh, Nestor just got away from will need to please roll a reflex save. This guy up here. Which guy? Yep, that guy. That one? That's Wait, the one. The, the Come line. on. Come on. Do it. Reflex save. Hit him. 13. That's a fail. He's in the hungry pit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude. One pit down. A pit opens up in the sand, and that dude just falls right in. Yes, he does. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, never have I loved a pit so I, much. I'm not done. Okay. I'm going to use the quick and meta magic rod to cast fly on myself. Okay. And then I will take off. Like Neo, like a jet in Matrix. Yeah, Nestor flies back to the shadow. See you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly out of true now. (laughs) Tell my story. You hear a little rage against the machine place. Dalgrith, you are on top of this spellcaster. Oh, you felt this, this like cloying miasma of darkness reach out at you and just miss thanks to your invisibility. What do you do now? Not today, my damn. Afraid you're gonna have to get a little bit of that, and he's gonna draw. This is now. How about knowledge check? Okay, uh, knowledge local. Uh, for her, will be a knowledge local. Uh, Twenty-one. Uh, it's an ogre. Uh, so it's giant subtype. Yeah, giant subtype. Um, that's really all I need to know. Yeah, that's it. He'll draw. Well, his... well, well no, what you roll though? You, you rolled. I rolled high. a twenty-one. Yeah, so I can give you a little bit of. Uh, I mean, oh. you know, she's a spellcaster. Um, trying to think like what you would know just by looking at her. You see holy symbols. You heard her say, uh, you know, for Hagakal. Um, you might be doing... Hagakal. Can I do a knowledge religion on that name real quick? Yes. Okay. Uh, Natty 2. 7. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some kind of ogre god. Okay. Um, but your, your friend in the pit took 20 points of falling damage, by the way. You took 20 points of falling damage. Uh, I didn't. When do I roll my... <laughs> Say, oh, that is that that you it hasn't crunched yet. It's going to crunch on, on my it, turn, is what we on its turn because that would be your turn. Yes, we I think the way we just did it is that it starts crunching on my next turn, but it's up, up to you. Uh, it's down a giant pit and it's shitty climb. Uh, all right, so let me tell you, uh, I will tell you this she has combat reflexes, okay? So I'll just say that, like, you can see from her, her sinews. Her fast twitch muscles that she is speedy and could probably 
attack you multiple times. That's pretty badass for a caster to have combat reflexes. Yeah. Okay. She's a he boss. takes ten points of contraction damage. Okay. How far apart are the contractions? Uh, one round. <laughs> We're having a good time. That was Six good. seconds. Thanks, that was buddy. good. Thanks, everybody. We'll be all the week. We'll be here all week. Grant's so nervous. He didn't even compliment you on No, no. That. He's got a lot going on. What do you say? <laughs> all right. Here we go. You ready? No. You ready for this dance? Yes. I'm about to dance. Let's dance. Zograith is going to move. <laughs> Climbing around this creature as he draws. He's moving just a little bit. Just flavor move mainly. But he's kind of moving around a little bit. Flavor enough move. so that he can... Cast a phantasmal illusion of himself also on the creature. Okay. So now the creature will see a Dahlgrith and not see me. Okay. And draw... Asshole. His, uh, <laughs> draw his uh, giant Spain short sword. Okay. Uh, and then he will plunge it into her. Okay. He will attempt to plunge it into her. Attempting to plunge. Clear that toilet. 37 to hit. <laughs> that is a hit. Boo, Yakasha, my good buddy, Dahlgrath Zoni. I've never seen so many ones on D6 in my life. This is, <laughs> no, you this is sheerly astounding. I'm sure you, you have. You no, no, I'm not have. even exaggerating. <laughs> That's astounding. That was a good Matthew laugh. 28 <laughs> points of damage. Okay, 28 points of damage, and there is a visible... That was with the sneak attack. That was 10D6 plus 4. 28 plus. points of damage. And How that, is that possible? I rolled four ones... Hold on, look at this. Four ones, three, th- four threes, and a four. All right, so you... Two threes wow. and a four. Wow. And no fives, no six. You left a, a, a copy of yourself that is visible on yeah. her. And, it's, and it looks like it's hanging on. It looks like it's fighting. It's Does moving. Does it feel like it's on her? Though? No, no, she can't feel the weight. No. Yeah, that's strange. It's like... I feel. I see it, but I don't feel. Right, it. it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. Shit. You, you do you. It's kind of shitty, but I hear you. I'm like, it's 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 in your shitty class. There's a thing you can see. I have to do something about. No, it. it's not my class. This is this is my armor. So you do whatever you want. But I mean, there's a thing she can see. And there's a thing she can't. Right. It's complicated. It's it complicated. is complicated. Uh, if this was a Facebook relationship, it would be complicated. She, she could be like, okay, you know, at some point. Shut up. <laughs> you know, things like perception checks. Uh, you know, if she's a super high wisdom character, you know, I can see that being like, no, fuck that. I'm not falling for it. All right. Well, this is how I'm interpreting. It's her turn. She still is holding that charge for slay living, but she knows she's dealing with something strange. She sees you on her back, but she doesn't feel that way. It's a complicated thing. She's smart. Uh, she's wise. She's not smart. She's pretty wise. <laughs> she's really stupid, but wise. She's a real dumb dumb. High <laughs> fuck. And she is going. She's the forest gump of ogre sorcerers. Uh, she is going to move with you uh, forward. Oh, hold on Whoa. there, Bessie. Hold on. Hold on. No, now. And she's going to. Oh, no, 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 no. Shadowing negative Johnski. Oh. And that will be... Oh, it's going to kill Halgra permanently. Do you lose the spell? If you do that? Yeah! Do you lose Slay, li- Slay Living if you channel? I think so. If you cast, an, if you cast another th- I'm spell. I'm pretty sure if you cast another spell. But it's not a spell. It's not. Channeling negative energy. Oh, it's my a God. Supernatural Ooh, that ability? That is complicated. Is that- it a sue? Is it a soup? Uh, oh, that is interesting. That is a good. We're getting into some deep shit. Yeah, no. I, if it were a spell, you would definitely lose it. Yeah, it's not. Uh, so I'm going to. It's do a supernatural, it. John. Yeah, and this is okay. This is what I need happen. Metro, are you within? Uh, are you there? Or I'm up and flying. Near. How far up? Uh, I think at least fifty feet. All right, so you will be out of the range. However, Baron and Dalgrith 
need to roll a will save. Baron and Dahlgris need to roll a will save. This isn't an ability that detects lies or forces truth, is it? Because I get a plus seven <laughs> against is that. This a channel negative energy. Oh, God. I mean, I just... This fucking beautiful new die. I'm telling you, Patsy's, baby. What? Natty 19. Oh, by the way, I have a plus fucking four at this level wow. to will save. What do you so got it's a there? 23. What do you got there, Baron? 26. Gave myself my best shot. You guys want the good news or the bad news? Uh, I'll take the good news first. Then drop the hammer. Good news. You both take 11 points of negative energy damage. Okay. That doesn't seem like good news. That's good news compared to this. Sure. Bad news. I get it. And I'm pot committed to this. Uh, I wasn't planning on this. Oh, is that Hallgrove's permanently dead? And cursed. Oh, no. They're both permanently dead. Yes. Even if they... Uh, I mean, I can roll the save, but... You should roll cursed, 20, right? Here's the thing. It's 21 points full. It's 11 for oh, half damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cursed and Halgra die. Ruby's an orphan. Oh, wait. She's dead, too. Chief Defender of the Blackened Blades. This wasn't part of the plan, but they are dead, and... <sighs> Jagrin, oh, I really was trying to like. Jagrin I'm, is standing right there as he sees the life go out of yet another one of his son's eyes. This is fucked. It's awful. awful. I was really planning on like coming back here at the end of the whole campaign and like hanging out with Halgra. Cursed. We it made was, it through. It was Cursed's turn. He's done. Halgra's turn. She's done. It's the Steam Hog's turn. And it's going to do a full attack. On Baron, it is within really? range, fifteen feet. Let me yeah, make sure it's fifteen feet. Yeah. Well, no, reach of ten, so five foot step, and then power attack, gore and two hooves. Is it evil? No. Yeah, that's the thing about. That's Animals. why I was so pissed when he put a boar in there. I was like, a, a boar! Yeah. Here comes Frank Gore. 18 to hit. Miss. Oh, dude. That's a good one. That had a lot of extra shit. Two hooves. First hoove. 24. Miss. Oh. Second hoove. 10. Yeah, dude! Oh, gore. Hoove, hoove. All right, all right. Miss. miss, I overestimated the boar. Yeah. Okay, is it a super... Is the channeling a supernatural ability or a spell-like ability? What would you say? I would say supernatural. It's not... How come he can't see it? Doesn't it say SU right next to channel energy? Um, Well, I'm looking... I'm like... Oh, because you made up the character? No, no, I'm using... (laughs) I don't tell you too much. Uh, But... It's it's done at this point, and like well, it's she, just a question of you still have Slay Living. No, but I know she wouldn't have done it if she lost Slay Living. Do you know what I mean? So I, once I decided that that's what it is, Slay but, Living is still active. All right, well, do you know what I mean? But it's, I mean, it still matters if that's what you. Would. No, it doesn't matter because I had to make the the call, and now the call stands. She wouldn't have channeled if she could have slayed Living. Because so it's once a I decided, spell like ability, it says in all other ways beyond the fact that it's not a spell. A spell like ability functions just like a spell, including no. For I understand. Charge. I understand, but like, there's I don't have any inclination that it that channeling is spell-like. It doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity like yeah. spells. It it, it, it it just doesn't have any spell-like elements to it. It's just like a holy symbol and poof, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's supernatural. It's, it's, you know, it's, Plus I understand what you're saying, you know what which saying? is like, like it's, done the, it's the chess piece at this point. Right. It's you know over. I mean? Like if she knew that she would have lost Slay Living, she wouldn't have she, done you know, it. We could look it up to see if you can't do it again or right, something, right, but right, right now sure. it's done. No, she'll use Slay Living on... Um, Someone else next round on Dog Race Illusion. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's funny. I Who did, said that? I did. That's a good idea. <laughs> I did it, but I'm sad that Halgra 
uh, and cursed her dead. But we've got to move on. Uh, it is the ogre's turn. They see that these uh, creatures are dead. One is in a pit. Uh, oh, actually, what is the DC of the climb? Uh, the climb DC is 35. Did you know I learned from our good friend, Vicky Moore, friend of the show. Friend of the pod. That large creatures can brace themselves to add a plus 10 to their climb. Oh. That makes a lot of wow. sense. So he's going to do <gasps> that, and he's going to try and <gasps> climb. He's going to go all... Still fucking fail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's 33, right? Well, first he has to stand up, and then he can start. Stand oh, up. Yeah. I rolled a 27, and <sighs> yep. I still blew it. Yeah. So, he's still down there. Okay. He's still down there. Bracing uh, for climb. Wow. That's cool. Like river tamming that shit. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> but it, it, yeah. if we were in like a cramped crevasse, we could do the same, right? I guess the same rules would apply. Well, not with Troy, no. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> These brutes, by the way, are... Uh, they're raging. Oh, That's why they're laying out so much demolition. But I wonder if we take her out, they might lose their morale. Morale. Yeah, it's possible. Pass. I don't think the boar is going to lose any morale, but pass. Do we have bottle caps around the table, by the way? Just check. Uh, yeah, yes, we have bang. multiple. Yeah. I, I, oh, I thought you got one. You didn't get one? Why didn't I get one? You've been great this up. That's bullshit. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> All right. Um... Your talk with Nestor was so good. You didn't get a bottle cap for that? <laughs> In fact, I didn't. All right. So uh, weird. Whew, all right, they don't have ranged options, so... Uh, you would think all right, this dude that he here, would have distributed more bottle caps before this made-up combat where he killed everybody in Trunel. Killed, this guy... Killed beloved. Shut up for a second. Beloved NPCs. Shut up. This guy uh, goes and swings at Dalgrith's image. Now, what happens? If I hit it, it disappears, or just he swings and... Yeah, yeah, you have to hit the AC, which is very low. Okay, uh, I'm sure I hit it. Right? Natty 19. Yeah, so. so it vanishes. He hits it, and it vanishes. Oh, fuck. <sighs> but he still can't see you. They're on to me. Uh, that's his turn. He's not going to attack his friend. This one, uh, I think, has the movement speed to get to Baron. Let me see. Uh, 5, 10, 15, John. Uh, yeah, he actually does. These guys can move Ooh. very fast. You know, yeah, barbarians, this is pretty bad. Barbarians oh. have that fast movement, John. This is real bad. Uh, so he's going to come up and take one attack with his great axe against Baron. That is going to be 29. Giant subtype. Miss. By the way, great, miss. great axe times three crit. The other one will swing at Jagrin. Jagrin is just like, no. Is there no one else in Trunel who could help? Is there not? Misses Jagrin. Where the fuck is Silvermane, dude? Yeah. Why was I not warned about this? Probably dead. Uh, that is the Augur Bruce turn. I have some say in Silvermane. Just it is saying. Jagrin's turn. Jagrin just. <laughs> He's out. lost two sons now. Full attack. Ah, he hits, but not a... It was like a uh, natty 18. I thought it was going to be a 20. Uh, so he hits this first brute for uh, like 11 points of damage. Like, they're not used to fighting this shit. He needs that nat 20. Second attack, uh, also a hit. Not a nat 20. Uh, just a shitty damage again. Uh, 11 points of damage. So that's all Jagrin does. Uh, maybe takes a five-foot step to get a little, little space. He, he's in a... He's spiraling. It's the top of a new round. It's Baron's turn. Baron, what do you do? I think oh, I'm bear, kind bear. of screwed no matter where I step, so Baron's going to diagonally step uh, uh, up into the right, away from the berserker and the main boss guy. And we'll proceed to get up close and deadly on the first attack, but to unleash a full round attack action oh, yes. with haste. Yes, this is five, John. Five, John! 
On the ones and twos is my man, Joe. Everett, uh, Everett. Uh, airy, airy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, just turning on rampage shot. Here it comes. First attack is a big old hit. Yeah, it is. Which guy are you going after? The hog or the... The oh. boss. The boss. Uh, oh, the one that I'm on. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, here we go. Uh, a chance here. This is huge. Huge. 49 points of damage. Oh. That was... Uh, uh, holy shit. be up close and deadly. Shit, okay. You, you'll hear a voice echo out like, No, Barrett, I've got it! <laughs> Move on! Take out someone else! Uh, it must be the hog. Uh, I've got it right where I want to! <laughs> the second attack... I'm I've ho- got it right where I want to! The hog has learned our language! Take <laughs> out the other one! I'm also going to spend a grip point on... Fuck. Out of the box. <gasps> Almost a crit. Oh uh, 18 on the die. Uh, so, oh, oh, I rolled no. like Joe on that one. Oh, awful. That is so bad. That's the worst damage roll I've ever seen. 30 points of damage. Okay. Hold on. He really is yelling that. He's really yelling that. Like, pick another target. I got this one under control. You sure you don't want one more shot? Do whatever you want. He's yelling that. You've got, I wasn't joking. You know, you've got that guy on Jagrin, and you've got the one in the pit. It looks like it's in pretty good shit, like subdued. And then you've okay. got these other two. What do you want to do? Basically, I'll give you the metagame. Because obviously we've been talking for a while yeah. as characters about we this We would understand shit. a strike team delta. Exactly. Yeah. I have got... Now, look, I could roll shitty. But I've got three straight attacks, okay. every one of which does 10d6 on this creature. If this one All dies, right. Right. I have to sheathe my weapon, yeah. run to another one, climb on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Uh, but also, he's easily the... Dead, she, she is easily the deadliest combatant on the field. I know, so I, I could Do roll poorly. Her? But, like, I could... I, I, Do you go after her or before her? I go before her. Okay. Then I'll go after the Berserker for my remaining attacks. Here comes a berserker. Uh, that is a hit. Okay. We're going to go up close deadly against him, too, for another grip point. And that's the final one I'm going to spend on this. There goes that crit. Fuck. Fuck. There it goes. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> guys, rock. He just, he just rocks. <laughs> just rocks. 78, I saw it. Uh, 38 points of damage. Okay. Huge. Huge. The guy only was barely hit. That was three attacks. This is four. Number four. Uh, misfire. Oh, no. It's bound to happen. It is bound to happen. We've gotten used to it. Uh, but not a natural Does one. the slate spider clean me but up? what happens with the spider? Sure does. It's a new day. <laughs> Clears you out. All right. So no misfire. Final attack. Uh, Hope you don't get into a second combat today. Well, well, well. Another misfire. I saw that. It clears oh, me yeah, up. Clears you out again. Oh, wow. Wow. It's just like the fucking... That, that gun! Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, Baron will do a knowledge religion check on that same name that Dalgris did one on. Hagakal. Hagakal. 23. There you go, dude. Uh, Hagakal is, uh, it is an ogre god. It is the offspring of an evil giant, uh, evil deity and a giant. Um Ugh. They are, you know, the Church of Hagakal says few ogres are smart enough to worship Hagakal, but those who do create simple myths highlighting his strength and virility. There's some dark stuff with like an incestuous relationship with his sister. This is dark, twisted ogre deity shit. Uh, and yeah, she like, is a cleric of Hagakal. Just want to make it clear to everybody without being overly specific. Ogres 
are the most depraved oh, yeah. of all of the giants, if not of all the living creatures. They're worse than like demons in terms of their depravity, the they're way like, we think of depravity. They're like hills have eyes type yeah. depraved. Yes, they're horrible. Do you remember, horrible. Do you remember the ogre kin in oh. the tower? Yeah. One had like an arm growing out of its head. It's all oh. inbreeding. And, uh, well, this is one of their deities, Hagakal. Yeah. Uh, Nestor, it is your turn. Nestor, things have Come changed. on, Nestor. Nestor, uh, the gods, have they perhaps judged you differently? Uh, how how high are the walls? Uh, good question. Very walls, good question. There are staircases nearby, um, but I would say it's about tw- uh, 15 feet. Okay. Nestor, divinity. <laughs> are you thinking divinity now? It's like higher, higher ground. Nestor turns, stows his bow, and starts climbing the wall. People just, smart. People just trampling popcorn Running everywhere, away. beer bottles. Yeah. And he would double move. He's able to get to the top of the wall, and that's the end of his turn. Okay. Easy climb check. It's great. Uh, plenty of hands. So smart. He gets up and out. Uh, all right, so Nestor gets up to the wall. Metro, what do you do? You see, I don't know if you even see this. Probably not. There's too much going on. Uh, you have an act. Jogreath, you haven't acted this turn, right? No. I'll hold. Metro will hold. Uh, all right, then. It is Dogwood's turn. All right, buddy. You put it all on the line here for your friends. This is it. This is huge. Please don't, natural one, O'Brien. Please don't. Here we go. Please don't. He's gonna. He's got full attack, hasted, stab away at this creature that he is on, gripping tight and stabbing with the other hand. Giant Bane. Fire forged steel sword. Short sword. Here we go. First attack. Uh, 23 to hit. That is a hit. Yes! That was a natural three. Wow! Wow, wow, wow. Yes! Oh, Oh, come on. Give me some. There's some juice. Oh, there's some juice. You like the juice? There's some juice. There's some juice. juice. 41 points on the first Ah. attack. She's dead. Yeah! Yeah, Dude! Yes, yes, yes! Oh, Oh, Deathbringer, you beautiful son of a bitch! You come to the ground, and you're right next to this other giant. He's here. gonna... Shaboom. You're not... You didn't put yourself Ooh, correctly on but the map, I, but... That still only counts as one! That still only counts as one! I, uh... I'll... Here's a halaha. Knowledge check. On. The other one. Okay. Which one? Is it this an guy? ogre of some kind? Yes. So this is a knowledge local. You fought ogres, you know. Which I got a 24. Are they all evil? They all yes, evil. Is yes. this one evil? Chaotic evil. Then he's going to drop his giant's bane sword as a free action, and then run and jump on the uh, this this one. So you basically stab her, leave the leave, leave the it dagger. in her. Yeah, yeah. Leave and it in as her. you hit because he's got another blade. You use that to propel you onto this giant. Yes, I'm just, and then he jumps. In terms of number of actions, you you can do that. Yep. So he'll jump onto the other giant, uh, attempting the check. That is a. 44 to yeah, get on. Made it. Uh, and, and you're still invisible. Right, so he doesn't provoke. Okay. Uh, and that's that. So now he's on the other giant. Both hands gripped on, and now he'll, next round he'll plan to pull his other blade. All right. To continue the fight. Okay, Metro will act. Okay, I was going to say the cleric's dead. Curse is dead. Halgra's dead. It would have been uh, her turn and then theirs, but you're going to act instead. Um, okay, so first thing I need to do is attempt to hover check. Okay. 
Based on what I want to do. Okay. <laughs> this is so okay. bad. I get, I get the hover check. Okay. So I can stay in place, and now I can do a full round action. <sighs> oh boy! Which is to cast a spell on the the hog. Oh. A full round action spell? Yes. So I need the hog to roll a will save, and if anyone wants to throw a bottle cap on this, it would be it would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, that that, that sounds like it would. Like yeah. It. Just I, not I, I not do, begging, but I, just saying. I do have two. Up to you, Grant. Is it? I mean, let's just say that sometimes Baron begs for healing, but this guy begs for bottle caps. I'm not begging. <laughs> I'm just saying it would it would there you go, me greatly. Wait, 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 wait! You can't. You can't. We, you we, nixed that a long time ago. We don't give him a minus five. No, I don't get. Oh, I, well, I thought yeah, you said no, we uh, could uh, get disadvantage, but like for the no, DM, it's, it's it's the minus. You can do minus. Level. Yeah. So okay. what is your level now? 14 I'm fourteen. So minus seven. Minus seven to a will save. Ah, but he could still roll a natural twenty zone. How about a natural two? Oh, oh wouldn't even have needed the bottle cap. Uh, that's a whole monster, my friend. <laughs> oh! Done. Combat over. Hold monster. Is that your turn? That's my turn. It's full round action. It is a weeknight, Troy. Can we let everyone just get to bed? <laughs> Let's just call it. No, we're going long. <laughs> we're going long. Oh, man. We've already been going We've long. Already yeah. been going. <laughs> We've already been going <laughs> Matthew's hyper aware. Uh, going yeah. Going Good buddy, long. Nick. It's 250. Good buddy, Nick. We're going long. We're going long. We're going long. So get your lines because we're going long. It's so hard to hit those Nick Lowe notes. He's the only one that can. I know. He's, Honor, a, he's, he's just a beautiful it's a, it's soprano. Those, those in Nick, the Vienna Boys Choir. <laughs> the Nicolo whistle tones. The Steam Hog is, uh, it's its turn. Does it do anything on when it's held monster? It's like a, a, save. New, a new save? I yeah. believe it gets a new save. It does. Okay. Natural three. Uh, so he is still held, at least for one more I don't more think this round. thing could have made that save anyway. Uh, I don't know what the DC is. Grant, don't worry about it. He's just, she's got <laughs> just wasted DCs. a bottle. Don't, uh, don't worry about it. On the thing that was rolling 12s and 13s earlier. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Let's talk about this dude here. He can five-foot step, take two attacks on Baron. First attack with the magical great axe. 27. Miss. Ooh. Second attack. Times three crit, by the way. 16 misses. Uh, this dude in the pit tries to get out. It's got a plus 20. Another 27 oh. cannot get out. Oh, I forgot to roll damage. Yeah, roll me that pit dam. Pit dam. Pit dam zone. Uh, 16 points of damage. 16 points of As damage. As the pit contracts. The pit contracts. Uh, this guy is going to try to attack Dalgrith, but it's a 50% mischance because you're invisible, but he can feel you. Uh, first attack, natural one. Oh, you might confirm that. And it shit. was a sixty-four in the concealment. Uh, that is a twenty-one to hit. So that is a confirmed fumble. <laughs> Come on with this. Oh. <laughs> he falls into the nearest hungry pit. So beautiful, so beautiful. Uh, all right, let's kick this one to do. Uh, Mark, <laughs> Mark, Mark in. Uh, Astoria. Uh, yeah. uh, he literally put uh, Astoria. Is it Astoria? Uh, Astoria. New York Astoria, or Astoria? Queens. Washington. He didn't say. Oh, we'll uh, never know. I've heard uh, of Astoria, New York. Here we go. I, yeah, I've heard of it too. Yes. The goggles, they do nothing. Ah. Your attack glances off your target's armor or other defense, perhaps creating shrapnel or sparks, leaving your target unharmed, and you blinded for 1d4 rounds. No save. How about uh, that, then? 
Uh, It's, you know, he's already effectively blinded against you where you're invisible. Uh, Second attack is a natty 18, which will be a 28 to hit. Uh, That's a miss. Okay. Well, I rolled a 19 on the concealment, so. Uh, He's blinded (laughs) for, uh, let's see how many D4 rounds, for one round. But you're invisible, so uh, hopefully you can take care of him. Uh, The other guy, full attack on Jagrin. Oh, come. Come now. Man, he's trying come to take... He doesn't want to play... Cracked eye. Any more NPCs. He doesn't want any returning to True Now in roleplay. He's done with it. He hits Jagrin. <laughs> over it. First attack with a natty, natty 14. He hits Jagrin for... Ooh, six. Uh, nine, ten, 24 points of damage. This is actually kind of interesting. What do you think? Chief Defender Sarah Morninghawk? Yeah. Get this Agrid Stagenstar. Who did you put in Grave isn't chart? even cold yet. Chief, Silvermane. <laughs> Chief Defender Brynja. Second attack, another crack die. Chief Defender Brynja. I like it. She's got that youthful perspective. Natural up. four on the second attack. Now it Beautiful. is Jagrin's turn. Jagrin is in bad shape. Fight back, Jagrin! He's already seen Halgra fall. He's seen Curse fall. He does a full withdraw. Oh, okay. A full withdraw in the direction of uh, the pit. He knows the hero's got this under control. He knows he shouldn't go in the pit, though, right? I don't know. He's thinking about jumping into the pit. (laughs) It is Baron's turn. Baron, the tides are turning, but there are still a lot of uh, enemy combatants on the field. Uh, Again, Baron will take a five-foot diagonal step backwards and will fire at the berserker in front of him. Berserker. Oh, jeezy crazy. Out of the box again. Uh, That's a critical threat. Oh, My love is like ticking clock bells. Do it! Do it, dude! 26. Oh, come on Guys, with this. He's dead. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> we don't need to see what the critical yeah, beautiful, effect was. Yeah, beautiful. Unless the effect was like, it uh, ricochets and hits none of your friends. Yeah, here's the thing. It's like, I don't want to just skip over a fan critical, but you also don't want your fan critical to be utterly meaningless. Right, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, know it's maybe meaningless. Maybe it would turn the tide. Like, a, a nearby enemy also gets crit, but uh, I'm going to just keep things moving here. Darren will we got a lot left wheel around on one heel and will fire at the poor defenseless steam bore. Oh, kid. What do you ever do to you? Uh, flat-footed. 20 against flat-footed touch AC. Yep. Okay. Yeah, this uh, guy's in bad shape. Well, he hasn't been hit, but he's... But he's held, he's which held. is brutal. Uh, 17 points of damage. Okay, not great. Next attack. Critical threat. <laughs> oh, now we'll go to those crit cards. Natural 20. I saw Come on, Grant. Oh, my God. You're such a beautiful man. This is enormous because if this thing comes back, it can still pose a threat. Even though it wasn't hitting Baron, Baron is a high AC character. I mean, this is so beautiful. What do we got? Uh, we got Nathan Gold. Nathan Goldsberry from Chesterton, Indiana. Oh. Is I-N Indiana? That's yes. Indiana, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it's Illinois. <laughs> magic bullet. The gods imbue your weapon with magical energy and guide your projectile. This is, after all, a fight wow. for the gods. If the weapon isn't magic, then it will be treated as such for DR purposes. Double damage, and all enemy targets within a 10-foot radius are hit by the projectile for half damage. All creatures aside from the initial target get a reflex save to dodge projectile. No other creatures in target, right? So it's double damage, four times damage. Four times damage. Magic bullet. Baron, you... Dude, it is... He needs some big rolls here. It is... Oh, one. a good start. Four. Whoa, shoot. So beautiful, dude. So beautiful. 15. Torag is leading your hand. 87 points of damage. Oh, he's dead. What? 
Oh, he had 70, yeah. this is 79 amazing. hit points left. Beautiful. Oh, there was a moment there where I was really scared. Calgary and Curse are dead, by the way. Yeah, we need to lose some very. It's sad, people. but I'm not scared anymore. You're not scared for your life. Who's going to uh, coordinate the Who's going to coordinate the offensive against the Giants? Now? Tom. Oh, uh, I yeah. Saw, you uh, still have an attack. Tom, and the I have a lot of faith in that guy. I still have two more attacks. I think I put him. Oh, because you hasted, right? right? Yeah. Uh, Baron just standing in, in, like in the center of the arena. You probably get hit Nestor from where you are. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Okay, uh, finish him off. Just throwing it out there. Baron's going to fire at the uh, against regular AC against this final berserker that he can see that's close to him. Yep. Uh, Twenty-one to hit. Yep. Uh, regular, regular AC. AC. Yeah, yeah. They have low AC. They're oh, oh, they're oh wow, they're wow, wow, wow. They're um, raging and they're the mobs. Shit. Granite stone. Incredible. Dice out of the box. Oh. Out of his dice tray. 33 points of damage. Larry Bird. Final attack. Yep. Natural 20. Oh. Wait, hold on. To confirm. Critical threat. Critical threat. Critical 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 threat. It's low AC because they're raging. I know. It's only eight, though. Eight total. Not a confirm. Yeah. Exploding dice. All right. Let's go. Full Explode real. all of them Dude, at those, once. Those GCP One exploding oh. dice. Oh. Ooh. 34 <laughs> points of damage. Okay, that's the one that Dalgrith's on. Yeah, it's the one Dalgrith's on right now. That's your uh, uh, your fifth and final, yes? That is... Uh, so many attacks. Checks, no so other Swifties. <laughs> uh, I am a Swiftie. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. Her sure. latest documentary on Netflix was great. Uh, that's it. Okay. Nestor, uh, you've climbed up there. You, I'm sure you take a look here, and you see that the tide of battle has turned, but there are still two of these ogres left and one in a pit. So Nestor, he gets to the top of the wall, and you see, watch him, he, he stops. Like, as he, as he gets to the top, he just stops. He can't see his face. You could keep going. You could, you could keep moving and just run. They never see him again. But he, but he stops. And he turns, and he looks far enough away. Looks, looking at, at at Baron. He's looking at Baron. And free action. He takes his bow back out, pulls out two arrows, knocks them in Baron's direction, and fires. They go over Baron's head and towards the ogre standing behind him. <laughs> uh, that's a natty 15 Oh my god, I yeah. lost three years of my life That's a guaranteed hit uh, oh. That's oh. oh, 63 points of damage Dead, dead, he had 21 hit points left Oh, nice, uh, dude You have another attack, yes? And, yes, What? who's left? Uh, there's this one, one all the way in the distance that you can okay, still yeah. hit Next yep. to Cursed Body, He's, you're up, so you're unobstructed from there Okay. So Dogrith is on this thing and he just sees two arrows oh. come into its neck uh, Yeah, that's he, 100 feet away, exactly He fires again at the one behind it immediately does he hit? Uh, uh, and yes, a natty 15. <laughs> Another natty 15. Uh, and 20 points of damage. Okay. One last time. One last attack. Uh, that is a natty 14. That's 29 to hit. That is a hit as well. 22 more points of damage. 22 more points of damage. Dalgrith, the giant, the ogre that you were on, has fallen. Yeah. And you see two arrows going at the same yeah. time. You yeah. know whose arrows those are. Oh, yeah. There's one 
ogre left standing and one in a pit. The one that's left standing is standing over the body of Cursed Grath. You don't know Cursed from Adam. Right. But you know he's dead, and you know that the chief defender who you just spoke to is also dead. Blood pooling out from underneath her. What do you do? The small fool of Trudeau! I hear his voice ring out, but you can't see him, and he'll run uh, at the uh, last ogre that's standing over Cursed uh, with his... He's got his... uh, He'll draw... Wait, had he not... Yeah, he hadn't drawn yet his sword, so he'll draw his short sword, and uh, he'll stab at this thing. His uh, evil... Or his holy short sword. You could kill him. You could kill him. He could. You're invisible. He's invisy. So you get your sneak attack, but you got to roll better than you rolled last time, and you got to hit it. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. There we go. 30 to hit. That's a hit. All right. Come on, Dalgrith. Runs up, stabs its femoral artery. Get it. Ooh. Oh. 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 47 points of damage. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing! Three fives, th- three sixes, two fours. That was ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. Do I act next? Yes. This one remaining ogre. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell me what you want to do. It's, Metro, it's in bad shape. Completely invisible. Yeah. Flies over and lands next to Nestor. <gasps> oh. And she's like, out of, so out of nowhere, you just hear like this voice in your You could leave, you know. Just say the word. No one would ever know. If I leave, they just keep chasing me. That's probably true. Your lot would keep chasing me. That's probably true. There's only one way I stay alive. There's only one way I die in a bed. And that's to kill that storm tyrant. Huh. That's your choice then? Yeah. Very well. Yeah. Um, Metro will fly. Will then uh, shoot a fireball down towards the pit. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> little pinky. I imagine you shoot the fireball on your way to talk to Nestor. Yeah. Hold on, just like a hero. Yeah. An explosion. Uh, reflex save. Reflex save. Yeah. No way. <laughs> uh, Full Dimaggio. Plus it, three dude. reflex. So I rolled a three. So that's six. Uh, that's gonna fail. Oh, get it, dude! That's get it! Thirty-eight points of damage uh, from the fireball. Yeah. Oh, fire licks up. Yeah. Uh, that fills the pit, and with the crunch afterwards, dead. Yeah, oh, dude! Oh, oh what a fucking fight! Wow. Oh my god! As the smoke clears and the pit eventually rises up, Jagran just runs to Curse Body, and you see him cradle his son in his arms. And just scream to the sky in the foreground. Halgra bleeds out. This is insane. And we fade out of this scene back to the temple in ruins. All of you are now watching as Scalabras, Shiel, and Adriel hold hands together in a circle. Galabras and Adriel, I imagine, are focusing their energies into Shiel as Galabras casts Greater Planar Ally. 
I imagine in this moment, <laughs> words can never do justice to what this would look like. But I'd like you to try. <laughs> what happens here as, as you're using Adriel's power to focus on this individual that is uh, sharing a consciousness with Shiel, both plagued and blessed, like she said, to, to draw Gormley into the circle? So they, they stand in a circle, like holding their hands together. And Galabras's head is tilted back. That same serene look that he's had ever since you've seen him since his return. And his eyes slowly open, pupilless, just white, glowing slightly. And this, uh, this, this white light with kind of a rainbow tinge starts spreading among, along the circle with, through the hands that are interconnected and remotes of white and rainbow light start like sprinkling down like snow like into the middle of this circle and they form like a, a mound of light in the middle and it gets bigger and bigger and then it splits and there's this big flash of bright white light and this rainbow tinged butterfly made out of light rises up out of it and it's blinding for a moment but as the light fades we see what do we see <laughs> this kind of green like patchily corporeal thing rises and begins to take shape and stands and brushes back her hair and Gormley says I told you I always come back <laughs> there you go oh, there you go amazing that's good that's good oh you see Shiel just collapse to the floor like something has been released from her to the ground She's like holding herself. Gormley stands there in the flesh. Or in the green. What'd you say? It was like a. She's like half. Like they're patchily corporeal. Like she's kind of like. There are pieces of her that are missing. and But she's kind of. She's phys like she's physically in the space. But she's also kind of not entirely there. She's kind of half formed, I will say. Yeah. Does anyone say anything? It is good to see you again, my friend. You look different. So do you. I have been on quite a journey. As have I. Who are your friends? Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am Sir William Keswick of Highbury. And I think... We have much work to do together. This is Lexington, my trusted friend. Well met, I'm sure. Lexington, be kind. Just because she's half-formed doesn't mean she's not a friend. He's a little suspicious. I would be too. I'm... And you? Adriel Ashpeak, it's a 
pleasure to meet you, strange as our meeting may be. It is seen. Ash Peak. Does Gormley, did Gormley know about the, the about Ash Peak? I can't no, remember right now. Who knows what she knows now? Who knows what she knows now? Yeah. Ash Peak, eh? No relation, I'm assuming. There's a relation. Everything is connected. You might know that more than most where you've come from. Gormy kind of looks around at everybody. Like Cat Benatar, of course. <laughs> well, what's next? Shiel pulls herself together. I believe that you and Galabras have work to do. I am free now, in a way, of you. Though I feel as if you will be a part of me forever. So will Adriel, if you will have me. I will travel with you wherever it is you go. Calabras, do you still plan on going elsewhere? I have come to stem the tide. I will not return to whence I came until it is done. I do hope to see you again. And you... Thank you. You have been a most dependable companion. I appreciate that. Good luck in whatever it is you must do. And with that, imagine Galabras just walks over to Gormley. They join hands. And then just <laughs> wink out. Oh. And now we see <laughs> sands swirling. Oh, as a vast desert is slowly revealed. We see ruins and outcroppings of rock dotting the landscape, but it's otherwise bare. But as we move across the horizon, yet again we see that enormous pyramid. And we move closer and closer to the pyramid until we see that maybe... 50 or 60 feet from the base of the entrance is a small tent. Just outside the tent, there is a fire pit that looks to have been recently extinguished. Smoke still rising from the ashes. Just outside, the sand begins to spin and turn until... Almost a tornado, a miniature tornado appears, and then <laughs> suddenly Galabras and Gormley appear. What? They look up to the pyramid, and then over to the tent, and the flap on the tent starts to move. 
and out walks a tall, silver-haired elf. <laughs> oh, shit. I fucking knew it, With dude. the soul of a half-orc <gasps> who looks at his friends for the first time in a long time. What? And smiles. <laughs> Blackout. <laughs> In the darkness, a long darkness, we hear the sounds of crying. It's a baby's cry. If he listens closely, it sounds like multiple infants crying all at once. Slowly, lights fade up on a small pool of water. Might be a lake or a pond. Something very familiar about it. Shimmering in the moonlight on the surface of the water is the upside-down reflection of enormous, of an enormous pyramid. But instead of ruins of buildings, there are hovels and other amazing archaeological sites dotting the landscape. We move in closer and we see an older Osirian woman walking forward towards the sound of the crying babes. And we see that there are three of these infants lying in makeshift mangers full of straw and blankets. Slowly she waves her hand over all three of them and they immediately calm, cooing silently as torchlights flicker nearby. She turns, and now we see that she's not alone with these children. There are several others like her, both men and women, watching in a semicircle nearby. A man, quite differently dressed than the others, but in a similar druidic style, stands nearby, watching the children intently. There may even be a a tear in his eye. The woman speaks to the group in Osirian. The prophecy spoke of three. It has always spoke of three who would come to us with the gifts of time. For centuries our circle has looked sometimes too deeply into the gatherings of three as the three the prophecy spoke of. But look now, my brothers and sisters, It is only now, in our time, that the prophecy has come to be. This man, she points to the non-Osirian druid, comes from the other side of the world, where his circle has made the ultimate sacrifice. Hmm. Besieged by those who desired to destroy all that nature holds dear, his order chose death to save their world. He and these children are all that remain of their council. You are safe here, she turns to the man, as long as you wish, Brother Thun. We will raise the children of your council of thorns as our own. Not unlike the sacrifice your people made to save your world, 
these children will, if the prophecies are true over time, fulfill said prophecy to save the entire world. The non-Osirian druid referred to as Brother Thun wipes a tear away now, thinking of his brothers and sisters of his order, the parents of these children probably. He then nods at the woman and steps back to join the crowd. The Osirian woman now walks forward towards the infants, still quiet from the calm emotion spell she casts on them. You three are now members of our family. You will each protect the secrets of our circle, and the powers innate within you will be stowed upon your children and your children's children for generations. All of them will share your name and share your power, for it is within you. And if the great war that the prophecy spoke of does come, the great storm that shall rise to take over the world, if it does not come in your lifetime, it may come in theirs or their grandchildren's. She turns to address the group. Behold the three the prophecy spoke of. The one who walks through time. The one who watches over time. And the one who masters time. One by one, she addresses the infants. Goes up to the first one. You are the one who shall walk through time. I call you Farzadir. She goes up to the next baby. You are the one who watches over time. I call you Pudir. <laughs> then she goes up to the last infant, another beautiful, now calm baby who locks eyes with the woman as she says, And you are the one who shall master time. I call you Brandir. Oh. 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 oh, shit! And we'll see you next oh. week. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you real soon. Oh, thank you, guys. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> what a night. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. 
Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. <laughs> 